0: Gratitude with Attitude with Simon Gamewell Brought to you by TAP The Social Thanking Platform Hello and welcome This is Gratitude with Attitude Coming up today I'll be talking about gratitude and honesty I'll be joined by Sarah Browning from the Time for Kindness program. And there'll be some more of your lovely dedications and there'll be some great uplifting music to get you through your day. And remember, if you want to say thank you to someone and express your gratitude, visit thankandpraise.co.uk and download our app. Let's get started then. Here's Bob Dylan, blowing in the wind.
1: For, therefore, forever banned The answer, my friend Is blowing in the wind The answer is blowing in the wind Yes, and how many years The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind The answer is blowing in the wind Yes, and how many times must a man look up Before he can see the sky in
0: the wind we live through tough times life can be a struggle for money whether it's living through a war or famine or just making ends meet in this cost of living crisis but we can feel energized through the power of gratitude. If we surrender ourselves to honesty, vulnerability, and gratitude, we will be set free from all the worry and anxiety of everyday life. Gratitude is a potential tool for snapping ourselves out of fear, anger, and self-pity. In almost any situation, we can find something even if it's the tiniest thing, to be grateful for. Gratitude helps us to be more honest, more honest with ourselves and the world around us. Starting with ourselves, gratitude helps us to realise our our life position depends on the help of others. It makes us realise that we're not infallible. When we live gratefully and practise deep gratitude, we will see all the good things that we are grateful for. The morning sun, the roof over our heads, our health, our friends and our family. In addition to focusing on the good things that we have, we can also feel grateful for the bad experiences by thinking about what we're getting from that experience and how each experience, each challenge, makes us stronger and how we can make things better for ourselves and for others. Once we're honest with ourselves, realising how fortunate we are, it will help us to be more honest with others. By looking at the world through a grateful lens, it will make us kinder, always looking for the ways we can help others. And we can use the uh, power of gratitude to encourage and support others to live their best lives too. Gratitude helps us to live in the moment and emboldens us to overcome the challenges that we face. When we live gratefully, we turn every challenge into an opportunity to be even better individuals. Every ordeal can be turned into a positive, even if it's just the lesson we learned from dealing with the crisis. Living gratefully or practicing deep gratitude will make us prioritize our physical, mental and social health. Honesty and integrity are the behavior that we most want to see in the world around us, in our relationships and teams. And gratitude helps us to see more of it. It influences how we behave. The decisions we make on how we behave are central to how we interact with those around us. How we engage with our environment depends on how we see it. When we practice gratitude, that perspective will always be a positive one. How we interpret our environment depends on those relationships with a number of complex factors that are constantly changing. We keep searching for constants in a world of change, and we use gratitude to search for truth and to build relationships based on the core values of honesty and integrity. We enhance a culture of gratitude so that we allow honesty and integrity to shine. And we listen more intently to feedback. This creates a virtuous circle in three clear steps. Firstly, we build and practice the behavior we expect from others by displaying those qualities ourselves. By being grateful, we encourage more kindness and positivity in our own behavior. And that has a ripple effect on all of those around us. Secondly, a big part of being grateful is listening with purpose. We listen to the feedback from others because we would offer positive, supportive, feedback to them and finally we take that feedback on board we can then evaluate and adjust our behavioral patterns and become kinder grateful more positive individuals and then we start again through gratitude we can become more honest with ourselves and this in turn will strengthen our relationships with others and make the whole world a more positive place Okay, more music then. Here's Benny King, Stand By Me.
2: When the night has come And the land is dark as you stand, stand by me and darling, darling stand by me, hold oh, stand by me, walk oh, stand now, stand by me, stand by me.
0: Okay, let's hear some dedications from TAP's Thanking one. First of all, Claire Morris says to Lakeland View Nursing Home, Morecambe Bay. She says, I am so impressed with the quality of care and compassion at Lakeland View. As a paramedic in the Southwest, I have a great deal of experience of care homes and witness an army of care practices. I sat with my father-in-law for an hour yesterday and I witnessed exceptional care by a number of staff. They were responsive and aware of each other and of all the residents, some of whom displayed inevitably challenging behavior. I witnessed patience and compassion in abundance and was so impressed to see ongoing activities with a balloon being thrown up and a group singing. It's so reassuring for our families to know that my father, Rex Morris, is happy and settled where he is. We've seen a vast improvement in his mood, weight and general demeanour. Thank you all. Lynn Higgins says, To Susan Love, at home instead in Dudley. Susan Love spends a lot of time making dementia friends. She also champions all adult social care, which includes dementia, loneliness, scams, and getting the right care for all who need it. She's an amazing lady who raises a lot of money through the local groups that help the older generation through the Home Instead charities. Again, she's an amazing lady and we all love her. And Mr. Powell says to Mrs. Heather and all ABC staff at Archbishop Courtney Primary School. She says, Thank you and well done to Mrs. Heather, the school head teacher, and all ABC staff for working so hard to achieve good. Ofsted rating. You are all incredible. The staff greet all the children and the parents with big smiles upon entering the school premises. In our experience, the teachers are very compassionate and attentive uh, to, to all concerns. Our son is very happy attending this school and he's looking forward to coming back in September. Thank you again. And we wish you all a well deserved six weeks break. Enjoy your holiday. Right, let's have another song then. Here's Harry Styles Treat People with Kindness. Joining me now is Sarah Browning from the uh, Time for Kindness programme. So hello, Sarah.
3: Hello. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to be here.
0: And thank you for joining me. It's uh, great to talk to you. So so we're going to talk about Time for Kindness. So first, what was it that that first made you realise the importance of kindness?
3: Yeah, it's an interesting question. So I think I have always uh i've certainly always tried to be kind and i've tried to be aware of kindness around me but never really i consciously thought of it until um a few years ago i think it was the tail end of 2020 actually i think when we were all just thinking oh my gosh you know what's going on and, and kind of reassessing things um and i had always talked about, i'd always worked with uh, charities and not-for-profit organizations and i I'd talked about working with these organizations that had visions of a better world and that kind of language and then i got to thinking but what do you mean by better sarah what what does that really mean to you and i realized that the thing that was most important to me within that is kindness and beyond that i also it it really occurred to me that i believe that there is lots of kindness in the world already we just don't talk about it enough yet and that's really where the time for kindness program came from where where it started because i thought there is lots of kindness we just don't talk about it enough Clearly there's bad things that are going on as well. I'm not in any way trying to deny that that there's some awful things that go on in the world, but that tends to be the thing we hear about most. And we need to rebalance that narrative. We need to talk about the kindness more and celebrate those examples and and, and kind of change the story of our world. And also for me, there's something about changing the story of, or, or changing our beliefs about who we are as people, because the vast majority of people are kind and will do something kind for other people and again it's not something that we necessarily talk about or recognize particularly so that's kind of where i've come come in at it from and of course once you start consciously noticing kindness and telling stories of kindness the the more you notice the more you see and so it becomes a virtuous circle and that's kind of what i'm what i'm trying to achieve
0: yeah, absolutely. Exactly the same with uh, gratitude. It, it, we often just think it's a polite re- response to kindness, but when we look into it more, more deeply, it can completely change the the, the way I, we, we live our entire lives, can't it?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. And and I think you know one of the thing, one of the many things I've been thinking about over the years, the last few years, and and, and through this work is thinking you know what, what what are the barriers you know what's stopping people and, and and from talking about kindness and from highlighting it more and from shouting about it and I think one of the things and I think maybe gratitude is similar that that there's a sort of sense that it's a bit fluffy and it's a bit weak and 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 I fundamentally disagree with that I think things like kindness and gratitude you know they connect us all as human beings you know, and and therefore they are powerful. It's a superpower that connects us all. And, um, you know, that sort of idea of it, it being fluffy and weak, again, it, it can, beca- can become a self-fulfilling prophecy if we're not careful. So I think, again, we need to talk about it more. And, and you know, the what I find interesting, I... Um, a couple of months ago I took part in a local community festival and had a stall around kindness and we were encouraging people to share share their story tell us about kindness and we ended up with loads of stories by the end of the day but what was really fascinating was it was a community festival so there were lots of families there and there were lots of children and adults and we I'm saying we because I had a team of volunteers with me and, and we spoke to adults and children. And when we said to the children, things like, oh, we're collecting stories of, of, of kind people, do you know any? Lots of the children said, yes, me. And they were much more confident about describing themselves as kind, whereas the stories of the adults, a lot of it was about who had been kind to them. And it's, it's interesting, isn't it, that somewhere along the line, we seem to learn that, I don't know if, if, if we sort of feel that talking about being kind is bragging or showing off or I don't know. I'm not really sure where it comes from. But, but it's interesting that there's a different perception or attitudes towards kindness at different stages. And, and it, it was great to hear those kids owning their kindness because why shouldn't they?
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, 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 I'm. I... a a big belief in that. Often with uh, kindness and gratitude, when we reach uh, uh, adolescence and teenage years, uh, we often think um, uh, being grateful or being kind is just a a response to what our parents want to do. And when we try and rebel against our parents, (laughs) uh, uh, kindness goes out the window, doesn't it?
3: How interesting. I wonder if that is what it is. You know, it, it... we, so um, one of the things that I, I do with the Time for Kindness program uh, is we, ha- in fact, where it started. Is I ha- there's a website and various social media platforms where we share stories of kindness and and, and um, you know there's all sorts of different examples from all different parts of life. When we have examples of teenagers showing kindness, because there are lots of teenagers that are kind and do do kind things. Those stories are always really popular. And I think, again, it's another one of those, isn't it? The narrative around teenagers that we see certainly through mainstream media is often the negative side and, you know, the ones that are doing bad things. But actually there are lots and lots of teenagers who are really kind. And as you say, maybe not so much to their parents all the time, if there's a bit of rebellion in there. Although I would argue there are lots of teenagers who are kind uh, to their parents too. Um, But, you know, when you hear them kind of the way they support each other and, and, you know... uh, all sorts of different things that that go on so you know there are as i say it, on the, the examples of kindness that the stories that we're sharing through time for kindness they come from all different areas of life you know it really does pop up all over the place and and once you start to see it you see even more of it
0: uh, yeah and uh, being kind uh, it, it increases our psychological safety isn't it it really helps us to build and form stronger uh, connections with, with other people
3: absolutely and and one of the things that i think is interesting is that and i'm not, I'm not a scientist by background or training or inclination at all but there is an increasing amount of um, research that is big academic research that is, it is being done around the whole area of kindness and so now i think some of um, you know, because I appreciate that that I have this gut feeling about kindness and that it's a positive thing and it has a good impact and, and so on and so on. But I appreciate there are, there are plenty of people for whom data and evidence and, and sort of the backing up of that is important. And so now there's a growing body of academic research that is showing all sorts of positive uh, effects from, you know, things like, um, you know, raising of positive hormones and serotonin and those kinds of things when you're kind and when you receive kindness to research around those kinds of social bonds that you just talked about there to you know all sorts of different aspects of of kindness and what kindness is and what it isn't actually as well because you know there are um areas like compassion and empathy and those sorts of things which are similar but not quite and gratitude which is similar but you know part of the, the bigger picture but not exactly the same so i think some of that um a hard and fast kind of data and evidence is is important to 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 really show the strength of kindness. One of the things that that, that people will often say to me, if I say often, it doesn't happen very often, but if I am talking to people who are maybe a bit suspicious of kindness and and sort of say, oh yes, but we're as human beings, we're hardwired to you know stand up for ourselves and you know survival of the fittest and all that kind of stuff again there's increasing evidence and research and so on that shows that that actually that's nonsense the people that survived on the savannah and the plains or whatever um were were those that worked together and connected together as teams actually individuals alone cannot do everything and so that sort of connection and bond is 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 really important but again the kind of survival of the fittest story has been sold in from somewhere look people you know we've sort of bought into it as a society and that's slowly being pulled apart and shown for you know not being the full story as
4: well.
0: Yeah it's true cuz I, I was reading something recently a famous uh, anthropologist that uh, Alessandra r- Rupert Weber she said the first sign of civilization uh, was evidence of a r- r- repaired a broken leg because C- basically, yeah. basically she said that prior to that if someone broke a leg they they were dead that they, they, they were just left to die but the fact that someone had taken the time to stay with that person and and and, and repair their their injury uh, yeah. uh, therefore kindness really started um civilization
3: oh oh i like that i hadn't heard that before but i like that and I, but i and i think you know again for me that that feels a sort of like a gut feeling of well yeah that makes sense and it's great that those things are now being drawn out and highlighted more in, in people's work and and, and, and articles and, and so on so yeah what a great read
0: yeah and um, talking about work then um, kindness in the workplace really builds stronger teams and makes people more more productive as well doesn't it
3: very much so absolutely and a lot of that comes from the sort of collaboration aspect and the, the the understanding of each other i think as well is part of what feeds into that kindness you know i think where there are problems in workplaces it is often through kind of assumptions that are made about others or kind of misunderstandings and 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 you know all those, those kind of aspects so kindness in the workplace again you know coming back to this idea of it, it perhaps previously has had been disregarded as being important because it was a bit fluffy but it isn't it is strong it is powerful it brings people together you know you get you're able to make much better decisions if you have more people involved and different perspectives and you look at things from, from different angles and again that kindness of listening to others you know there's a, there is a kindness in really genuinely listening to what other people are saying about their views on something or their experiences of something and the um, element of, of kindness that comes into that is the sort of everyone should have a voice and everyone should have their say and and how you bring that together um you know that's when it becomes a workplace isn't it It, is when you have to kind of work that out logistically but but there are certainly lots of ways to do that and it's not something increasingly i I mentioned um the the time for kindness uh website on the website we also as well as the stories we have some blogs around different aspects of kindness and i've featured a couple of, of blogs written by guests of mine who talk about um, kindness as a leader and showing kindness to your team. And what does that actually look like in practical terms? Cause it's all very well to talk about it theoretically, isn't it? But but in practical terms, what does that look like? And again, those blogs have been really popular because I think increasingly leaders and managers are looking for those kind of tips and ideas of, okay, I, I recognize I, I need to be kind to my team, but what does that mean what does that really look like day to day um and, and there's been some great advice though if you've got anybody listening who is interested in in sort of bringing some tips or some practice in into being a leader then i'd, I'd encourage them to go and have a look
0: yeah yeah really being kind and gives us a sort of healthy curiosity uh, you, you know you're looking out for each other and looking for reasons to be kind so making sure that everyone else in the team is functioning properly and that they're feeling okay and if they need help, it gives you the perfect uh, opportunity to, to express that kindness, doesn't it?
3: It really does, it really does and I think that some of you're right, absolutely it's about listening and, and looking and, and knowing each other, isn't it? I think to some extent because, you know, we're not all going to be perfectly well and perfectly happy all day, every day. I mean, that, that's just not the way that Life is, but some of the kindness I think is, is in recognizing okay, so, you know, Salma's having a tough day. So, what can we do to help? What can we do to support her? Rather than, oh, come on, cheer up. <laughs> Not that bad, kind of thing. Uh, What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, it precisely. Exactly. It's okay, well, what can we do to help? Is it we can do some work for her or we can take some stuff off her? Or is it, and I guess this is where we come back to the gratitude thing, isn't it, is really showing her, you know, saying a big thank you for, for what you're doing. And, and we know you're having a tough day, but thank you for, you know, showing up and, and doing your thing. And I was listening to a podcast the other day that we're sort of a conversation around kind of the workplace and the, the sort of, how you can use feedback in a really positive and kind way. And how sometimes we assume that people know that we're grateful or thankful for what they're doing or that we appreciate something that they're doing because we know that we are grateful for it. But we sort of forget that if we don't say it out loud and, and are explicit about it, then how would they know? But, but just stopping to say, oh, thank you, I really appreciate you know, what you did there it can have a huge impact.
0: Yeah, and, and, and showing gratitude for acts of kindness in, in relationships and in the family, uh, that's a, a classic case where we do take it for granted. <laughs> yeah, of course she, she knows that I love her. Of course she knows that, that I appreciate her kindness. Uh, yeah. But, but really, if we don't say it, <laughs> then maybe pe- people don't know. <laughs> or, yeah. or, they, or, or they feel they've been taken for granted. Uh, and if we re- reward kindness with gratitude, it has a sort of knock-on effect it encourages people to be more kind and they, and they might express gratitude themselves
3: absolutely I, I think all these things are connected aren't they and and i'm, I'm very conscious um with with the time for kindness work that i'm doing that i'm it, it, the focus and emphasis is on seeing kindness rather than you know i'm not lecturing people about you must be kind but, but what I do think is 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 a sort of a, a byproduct, if you like, is that more that you see kindness, the more you read the stories and um, that are out there, the more likely it is that you will then do something yourself. Um, and you know, it does become that that kind of chain. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me, I think that the, the gratitude and thanks within that is is all part of it, isn't it? And it's you know, kindness is a is a is a two-way thing in the sense that. Again, there's lots of evidence and people are telling me anecdotally that, you know, when you're kind, you do something kind for someone else, you know, there's a positive impact on them. There's also a positive impact on you. And I think it's the same when you say thank you to somebody as well, isn't it? You know, I, I remember I'm a great one for um kind of thanking people uh, who are volunteering at different things. And when I went to vote in the local elections, you know, earlier this year, you know, obviously you've got all the volunteers Um there at the Manning the polling station and all the rest of it. And, and I, I did, you know, make a point of saying thank you to them, particularly given this year was the first year to bring ID and everything. There was even more for them to do. Um, and I I thanked them and I felt good about it, actually. And I thought, yeah, well done, Sarah, you know, that <clears throat> that, was a, that was a good thing to do. And so there is that sort of two way um, element to the positive impact as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's part, part of the same process, isn't it? Someone's struggling. We act kindly. They, they, they appreciate our kindness, and they say thank you. So.
3: Yeah, yeah, and again, it comes back, doesn't it? It's that connection thing. I think you know, it is. It is all about the kind of connection and collaboration, and and I think what one of the, the areas I mean, there are many, many aspects to this, aren't there? And my brain darts off in all sorts of different areas. But you know, one of the things is that we and we need, we need to sort of consciously be aware of seeing the kindness, being grateful for it, and making sure that we are looking for kindness um, in different ways and in different places from different people as well you know it's not that we're always thanking the same people but that we recognize that kindness shows up all over the place and in different ways um one of the i, I write a, a monthly column for my local newspaper about kindness and one of my columns earlier in the year was around definitions of kindness um which was fascinating because there isn't a single definition uh, uh there are you know also even looking in dictionaries um, you know, there were, there were some elements that were similar, but not all the same. But, but what, what did come through was the kind of conscious choice to act in some way and the, the sort of positive outcome from, that happens as a result of that conscious choice to act. Um, otherwise, it was expressed in all sorts of different ways. But what that looks like for different people um, can vary.
0: Exactly. It's all about being proactive about it. If we're actually searching out kindness, then we'll, we'll see it. You
3: know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, so I, I'm not a driver myself, um, but people tell me that, you know, if they've decided they want to buy a red car, then suddenly they see red cars everywhere. And I think it's similar. You know, you know, people are telling me as well, having come across Time for Kindness and read some of our stories, and thought, oh, that's, you know, I like that. I'm, very positive, they find that they then make a conscious decision to look for, for other examples, and they, they're coming back to me and saying, Oh, I'm seeing it everywhere, Sarah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs>
0: And that's exactly what um, uh, TAP's trying to do as well, from the other side of it. uh, Looking for moments to be grateful with the new TAP app. It's a a platform for for rewarding all all, all those little acts of kindness that we we see during the day, whether it's something big from a a doctor or a teacher, or even just something small, someone making us a coffee or holding a door open or something
3: yeah yeah it's fantastic isn't it and, and and having those ways to to do something like that quickly and easily i think is is, is half of it isn't it? it it's part of what sort of moves some that that gratitude on from being something in your head to something you're acting on in the wider world as it were because you know with the best of intentions we have all got lots of different things that are going on and, and lots of different things to do and you know we might um plan to say thank you and then the moment is gone and and something else happened but if there's something quick and easy to use in that moment then um that that really is really helpful
0: uh yeah yeah completely agree and and just uh one thing what do you think we can do to make people even kinder in the future i I know we can teach kindness by by example but is there anything else we can do to make people kinder do you think
3: i think it has a lot to do with, and I apologize, I'm probably repeating myself, but it ha- it does have a lot to do with talking about kindness and raising up those stories. And you know, that there's a lot, isn't there, about you know where we focus is what we get more of. So so actually in terms of, you know, if we talk more about kindness and use that kind of language as well, then it that is role modelling. And it is also showing what that looks like day to day, and it, I think it, it will encourage more people to sort of have the, the confidence and bravery to stand up and be more like those children I met at the community festival, or be more like the people who are doing things um, on, in the stories that I share, to say actually yeah I'm part of that too, yeah I'm kind, I've done this, or this is what's happened to me and I want everyone else to know about it. So I think it does become a, a sort of a positive virtuous circle, but we have to start somewhere and that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're, we're all part, part of this the same uh, thing and kindness really adds to that um, connectivity and uh, collectiveness, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, it, it's, it's sort of, I think it is something where you know, I have had people coming back to me with with feedback on on some of the time for kindness things, saying, you know, things like, "Oh, reading the stories has restored my faith in humanity." For example, and I think what what's interesting about that is that those examples, those, those kind actions, and so on, that was all going on. Nothing has changed in terms of what's. Happened, but what has changed is that somebody has seen and heard about things that occurred, and it's starting to sort of change their view of the world. You know, like I said at the beginning, this is I'm absolutely not about saying, oh, we just look at kindness, and that's the only thing that happens in the world. There are some awful things that go on, and, and people can be awful to each other. And we do have to to acknowledge that and recognise that. But I think it's about reminding ourselves and reminding each other that that's not the only story. That's not the only stuff that's going on. We've got to rebalance and we've got to um, change that narrative so that we are hearing more about the positive, upbeat things and the sort of counterbalance to, to the other stuff.
0: Brilliant. Well, well, uh, Sarah, we're we're almost out of time, so it's time for you to be uh, DJ, Sarah. So, can you choose the song for for us to play for for our listeners to hear?
3: Absolutely. So, uh, my choice. So, we're recording this obviously the 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 day after the England's Lionesses women's football team won the semi final, and so um, we're big football fans in my household the england lionesses you know those women and the team around them are so inspirational on and off the pitch so uh, my my song of choice is sweet caroline by neil diamond uh, as a real positive celebratory upbeat song and i hope uh, hope the listeners enjoy it
0: thank you very much sarah and here's neil diamond
1: off my shoulders How can I hurt when holding you
4: One Touching one